0: You're listening to Around Comics, episode 181. Chicago, this is Around Comics, the comic culture podcast, where each week our revolving panel of guests talk about everything in and around the world of comic books and comics culture. And Around Comics is recorded at Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles, located at 4835 Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. If you're in the area, please drop by. And this episode of Around Comics is brought to you by InStockTrades.com, who offers a huge selection of the collected editions you need. InStockTrades.com is your source for trade paperbacks, deluxe hardcovers, essentials, showcases, archives, absolute editions, omnibus editions, and more, all at great discounted prices. And right now, InStockTrades.com is offering the Invincible Iron Man Omnibus at an amazing 37% off the cover price. Pick up the earliest adventures of everyone's favorite Ironclad Avenger for only $62.99. You can pick from any of the three variant covers. And remember that all orders over $50 ship for free. Hey there folks, welcome back Uh, We're going to jump right into the conversation That we started on last Week's episode, which uh, by the way If you haven't heard that, you may want to go back It's episode 180, and I'll get you Introduced to all the characters that will be On this show, but first I wanted to let you know that we're going to be in Seattle, Washington this weekend At the Emerald City Comic Con And they've been kind enough to make us The official podcast of the Emerald City Comic Con, so if you want to know More about the show, and who's going to be there you can go to that web address it's emeraldcitycomicon.com or you can just check out uh, our forum at aroundcomics.com and it's got details of what's going on and when we'll be there so if you're going to be in the area definitely uh, drop by this weekend But if you can't make it out to the show, don't worry because next week we're going to have all sorts of interviews and on-the-floor conversations and convention stories that we'll be bringing to you uh, hopefully starting next Monday, depending on when we get back to Chicago. But first things first, let's go ahead and finish up the conversation that we started last week. Here's myself and the rest of the panel uh, with some New York memories and some just general thoughts on what's going on with comics these days. And uh, and Tom puts a bounty on Somebody's head later, so listen in for that.
1: Point right. the magic
0: in the microphone now. It puts the microphone. In I have the a basket. nice picture of us. All right, folks, uh, welcome back. We're gonna we're gonna pick. We're right back up here, uh, John Suntris, Tom Caters, Chris Burnham, and myself, and we got uh, several other people around the shop. It's the it's the Around Comics Returns Party here at yeah. Dark Tower Comics.
2: Wow, you guys really, you got fondue going on and everything, Ramaki, I was, you know. Five different chocolate fountains. <laughs>
1: Five different chocolate fountains.
0: Ted, APOC from the forum. Thanks, Ted. I always call Ted yeah.
2: Jim,
1: by the yeah. way. I always feel like huh. an asshole. Hello, Jim. You know, Hello, Jim. How are you, Jimmy?
0: He brought the ice sculpture this week.
1: Milk chocolate. White chocolate. Thank you, Ted. <laughs> Dark chocolate, darkest chocolate. <laughs> name one Strawberry more. Strawberry chocolate. Oh, we got Interesting. it. Interesting. Five different fountains, and no, no one has touched it yet. <laughs> Good fondue. Man. Someone's got to eat that fucking chocolate because they won't take it back.
0: Ah. well, guys, we are um, we are in the middle of con season officially now. It's uh, New York WonderCon of uh, those have both wrapped up. We're uh, staring oh. Seattle in the face here in, uh, in Pittsburgh. In another week. And Stumptown uh, uh, Pittsburgh. during our yep. week. Off. What Absolutely.
3: in God's name is Stumptown? So that that is Portland.
0: Yeah, it's the Portland Comic kind of Convention. It's a lot of uh, indie and smaller press stuff, as well as some mainstream stuff. That's but all the, you know, the, mm-hmm.
2: stuff that's like the and Bendises, I think, are all going there. Yeah. I think might be H- going how the many Bendises are
3: there? I, 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 would, I, bet you, I bet you he brings a little Olivia to that little show. But, but yeah, yeah,
0: it's supposed to its supposed to be a great little indie small press books. All right, if, if you
3: like your, like, you know, lesbian, you know, confessional, alcoholic sort of books, that's what that's for. Well, if
1: you like your crime books or you like your books yeah, about, man. like, people's hard... Like, lust, your, you're like your troubled youths. high school, yeah. Troubled high school, <laughs> troubled <laughs> college, troubled uh, post-graduate. You
3: know, I actually like that stuff when I read it. I just never... Think that I would? Yeah, hopefully I mean, You know what I mean? Hopefully. Because you're, you're, you are no, you underestimate no. your own soul, Chris. <laughs> well, right.
2: I'll I'll <laughs> oh kind of go with you on that. I and I don't read a lot of it because I have that same feeling of you know it's kind it. of performance art. You've lived it, exactly. And I don't need to read. About I don't it. need to, to read. Black it. And white. <laughs> Thank you. exactly yeah, yeah, I lived with it. <laughs> Yes, and it was vivid enough, thank you, the first time. Yeah, my life is filled with enough, you know, Angst. sketchy ennui. No, the, and the few, the few guys like that that I like, I am happy to, like, Tony Fleece is a regular guest on Word Balloon, and it's because, honestly, like you, you know, he kind of forced the book, in, he's like, read this, and I'm like, all right, great, and I did, and it was great. Now, Tony listens, he'll laugh when I say that, but it's true, and uh, seriously, I love He's funny. He's just a funny guy, and he's a good artist, and he he's a wonderful storyteller, and I Is it in black really and white, though? It is. But There's nothing wrong with Black and White. I love Black and (laughs) White. I love Black and White. Um, And then these guys start with things like that. And actually, he is part of, have you guys heard about this project that's underway? They were at New York at one of the small publishers. And forgive me, guys, I don't remember who's publishing this book. But they're taking the titles of porn films from the 70s and turning them into whatever kind of story they want to do. And I know that Dan Way is going to be doing one. Tony is doing uh, a Johnny Wad story, so a, a John Holmes story as a private a private dick, if you will. Nice, but it's like, but no porn. And I know I want to say that Dan. <laughs> i am Dan was talking about taking the title of Behind <laughs> the Green it's. Door, a ma- 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 Marilyn Chambers uh, title, and turning it into like a martial arts kind of kung fu story.
1: And like, I think that's great, like a porno martial arts
2: well, I think there's going to be the suggestion of of sexuality, but I don't think it's going to go all the way to the whole, if you will,
0: although if you will. <laughs>
4: It's not going to go all uh, the I way Any, any hole,
2: really, the, you know, if it, it was the 70s. I can't, finally,
1: <laughs> the graphic novel version of Behind the Green Door. I can't I'm wait to you, rub it, it out, <laughs> to <laughs> <laughs> out to this. Tony. Uh, Tony <laughs> is about martial the, arts.
2: Well, no, but at the Benesport, yeah. Tony, I, I can't remember the artist's name that Tony's got doing the, the Johnny Watt story, but it looks fantastic. It looks, you know, as good as uh, Claymore stuff on Hawaiian Dick. You got like Scott, like a Scott Chandler kind of style. I, love it. I find
0: guy. that erotic. So... Of course you do. But is that more because of Griffin's colors than Chandler's art? It's the whole thing. It's the paper consistency.
1: It's the coloring. It's the, it's the, the sequential art. It's the art. It's the day it's the be- the ability it's to repel stains. It's everything. It's the sleekness. So
2: anyway, I, I found that interesting, that series of books, and I, I think it'll be pretty neat. Uh-huh. And, and they have some good creators behind it. So.
0: All
1: right. Check it out. Go look for it. Porno books aren't porno.
0: Um, some some new, new York memories. Um Memories. <laughs> Memories. Uh, when I um,
2: fought Frazier, I the God, God in 71,
0: and the, the, I destroyed <laughs> yes. it. The hype machine for Iron Man is just full steam ahead right sure. now. Well, you're but wearing an Iron Man suit right now.
1: Yes. <laughs> Everyone in New York got one. Ironically, the bulky gold
2: one, which really yeah. makes it hard for Chris to move the controller. The original uh, Golden yes. Avenger. Yes.
0: But, man, it's uh, what we are, uh, as we're recording, we're Two a week away? away? No, <laughs> no <a laughs> week, May, May 2nd? So. Yeah, it is. Next I week should be in show. line right now. Yes, we, sh- we should go see it next week.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed, Ain't
2: It Cool News is uh, sponsoring a sneak, um, I want to say this weekend or Monday, I can't remember when, downtown, and Capone from, uh, Ain't It Cool News is hosting it, and there was a contest on Ain't It Cool News. Um, I think, unfortunately, by the time you hear this, folks, the contest will have been over. Ah, but, shit! Uh, but I oh, got... but
0: you, it's all, it's in time for you. But yeah, they oh, had okay.
2: the, uh, they had the, uh... I know Um, the computer game was on full force and... What else do they have? Yeah,
0: but the but the I the movie video games
1: are usually. I pretty read terrible. reviews that compare it favorably to uh, Gone with the Wind. This maybe
0: it's going to change. <laughs> actually, I read the I read the, uh, the, the Variety
2: review. Benis, uh, well, actually, somebody on the Benis board posted it. Of course, it wasn't Brian Benis because he would never do that because that's not right. Yeah. I don't think that's quite <laughs> dull. It's but anyway. legal. It's not illegal. But it was no, it was a very favorable review, and they say that Favreau uh, did a great job of blending humor with uh, the big action. What is what is
3: this is gonna sound like I'm being a jerk. Seriously, what is the movie about besides Tony Stark's origin? Like who's he who is he? I fighting? think that is. The I haven't um, heard, but that's a Be story. Ironmonger.
0: It'll be Obadiah Stane. Is oh, really? I yeah. I think the corporate thing. Imagine. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Right. No, I think there's no. I think
3: there's no, they, there for a movie. Yeah, they, like
0: they they've shown Ironmonger. Ironmonger's it's only like it. 45 minutes long, right? Did you guys see? Did you guys see the uh, the Onion news parody yes. <laughs> about the uh, um, the controversy of them actually making a full feature uh, based on the trailer of Iron Man? <laughs> <laughs> It was very clever. Two-hour trailer. But you know, Sal was telling me that the I don't know how they can even measure this, but they they have pre-box office estimations. You know, they're they're estimating what it's going like to do. Oh Voodoo'd yeah, well me. the,
2: the r- Variety review even also beyond the the popcorn fun of the superhero special effects, they say Downey has reinvented himself and maybe now will finally reach that you know leading man status that he was always capable of despite his personal problems, and I think that's obviously been the only thing that's been keeping him from reaching it quicker. Um, but they say he's... So he's what's the pre-box?
1: Like, are they estimating $800 million? It's a ridiculous huh. amount of money. See, but that's already premiere,
2: though, in Australia.
1: Did it? Yes, but you know what the fucked yes, up thing which is about? very
2: strange. But yeah, they—I mean, I believe there are numbers already for Australia. You
1: know what the fucked up thing about that though is? It's like the, that stuff with movies of where they like they predict it's going to make six hundred million. So if it makes like four hundred fifty, everyone there. will be it's like, gone. "Oh, it failed." So that <laughs> I was, it was well, failed. that was kind of the Hulk
2: uh, problem with the first Hulk movie, although. It also was the actual cost, and I don't know what the effects cost for this Iron
0: Man. Well, movie. I mean that—that's the other. It's weird. Actually,
3: there's not much effects cost because it's real. No, it's really, a real they suit. They actually built a real suit. And Robert Downey Jr. That actually picture, invented a suit. I
1: love
2: the the, <laughs> the shine of the armor in this one, and in the one picture they have, where literally it looks like he's wearing a car. Or yeah. the armor looks like it was cut from a car, you know, car material. I mean, it it, it, was it
0: looks awesome. Everyone's excited. I'm about already giving it a f- uh, five out of five. Nice. <laughs> I haven't seen it On the I flip necessary. side of that, when's the release date for Hulk?
1: It came out yesterday. It
0: <laughs> in
3: June? Who gives
0: a And
2: nobody. Shit. <laughs> knew. Oh, I. I well, what they had the panel at, uh, at New York. They had the giant Hulk statue.
0: They're, I haven't seen I'm, any ads. Yeah, before. the, the well, trailers have been limited. I mean, it, that that movie. And I'm giving that a zero uh, out of as, five. as as much 19, as the hype yeah. machine is geared up for Iron Man, and people are already saying it's going to be great, even Wait, though, you though they've Hulk only element the of uh, this I, year. Oh, I okay. think it might be a piling on movie. I'm afraid. That's what I'm hoping it I, won't well, be. Well, I be think
3: they should have waited another five years so everyone could forget about the Ang Lee one and then also wait so your special effects are five years better because I I think his face looks weird
1: I also think it's weird that they put it out they're putting it out so close to Iron Man
3: and Batman and Batman wait a year
0: and hell boy is it competing is it not the
1: Marvel
2: it's universal yeah Universal, I Oh think, well, that makes sense. Well, I just th- think it's th- weird. Th- the word in New nah York
0: nah is that they're working on the crossover because apparently there. No, it's yeah, yeah Robert, Robert Downey the makes an appearance. Yeah, they showed it. At the, they the showed the it at the Hulk panel. Or, vice, of, or really? vice versa. Yeah, yeah. He's
2: Tony Stark. Right. He's Tony Stark talking to uh, General uh, Ross. Talking That's about the uh
0: the the Angley, um, Hulk. It's kind of funny uh, for folks in the Chicago area or anyone that knows Roger Ebert. Each year down in Champaign he has his Overlooked Film Festival, which is like three days of. Movies like it's like four movies a day for like three or four days. And it, it's Eric Bana is serving popcorn. No, that's, that's they're wildly. showing Hulk as one of the one of the overlooked movies, and Ang Lee is going to be there.
2: I don't hate it as much as other people. I do think it, it was a two star movie and not a four star movie. But I also think as with all this bad publicity, getting back to the one that's coming out. Well, th- I think this will be then Edward Norton's first bad movie because uh, I can't think uh, of a film that what? he well Death excuse me Death 2 smoochy.
1: I do want to point a cult, out that's a there's like, actually there's I
0: kind of a problem that I point calling point
1: it a, a two star movie only in the fact that when you review um, comic book movies it is either the best thing ever or it has to be the worst thing ever <laughs> <laughs> yep. and well, I think it's it, unfair really, to ha- find no, a middle and, ground between I, <laughs> I, that
2: movie and Daredevil honestly and, and actually I can add to that list I think there are things about the shadow the outball Baldwin shadow that are okay I think there are things that, that the are f- awesome, and I agree. But I mean, I think there's part of parts of it that are crap too. Same with the Phantom, Billy's Well, Sands Tom, Phantom.
0: how did you feel about barbed wire?
1: I thought Can, uh, too you short. back for her breasts? No, I thought it was too short. I thought I thought I want to see more. I want to <laughs> see more movie. I want to see more movie. I want to see more story. I want to see where these characters go next. <laughs> Judge Dredd. Yeah, I've well. read a lot of barbed, fire, barbed wire fan
0: fiction.
3: Man, did they drop the ball with that Judge Dredd? Oh movie. God! Well, yeah. You oh. think? Well, it's
0: it's going to be. Rob it, it Schneider it is, was, in, oh, was involved. <laughs> it's, it's going to be a oh, huge yeah, so like, <laughs> a huge season for for movies and comic book movies. I'm I'm excited this is about this. The biggest, it. isn't it? Oh, seriously,
2: because so there's like at least ten movies that I can think of that would appeal to the. I comic can't book wait for Pro the World.
0: Power Pack movie that's coming out in September. Hey. Is it really? No, I'm kidding. Okay. Wind me up, man. I'm ready.
2: Fred Van Lente writing the script for that one as well? Yes. Interesting.
0: Some other news that uh, that came out of uh, the New York Comic Con besides all of the, the movie buzz, including, which we forgot to talk about... Um, Narnia 2? Which actually kind of looks pretty Prince good. Caspian. Yes, indeed. Starship Troopers 3.
2: Oh, I'd like to see that, actually.
0: 3? <laughs> yes. I didn't know there was a I 2 either. <laughs> 2 is direct-to-video.
3: Okay, there you go. Jinx,
0: you owe me. A <laughs> I did not see that shit. Yeah, half five, man. Um, so, and, and and John knows probably the uh, the announcements as well, if not better than than I do, because he was a, a a roving reporter for Newsarama. But uh, I'm excited personally about Gail Simone um, returning to Secret Six and ongoing, uh, mm-hmm. which is
2: even better. I mean, I thought you know, okay, another miniseries. No, we we wised up. We realized we got to hit here. We're, we're gonna, gonna room. have. We're gonna
1: at least have 25 issues of
2: it. I'm thrilled. She's very psyched about it.
0: Um, Nicola is very and, yeah. Yeah, Nicola's
2: yeah doing the art, which is great. I mean, that's the Birds of Prey team. So that's there you go. That's fantastic. I'm r- I'm really happy. I, and them. Gail
0: said they are uh, they're dreaming up ways to get Catman shirtless oh, yeah. um, in every Oh, in every nice. Issue. So
1: I mean. No, yeah, she. Uh, as long as
0: it fits the story, <laughs> and, and also,
2: by the way, sh- uh, more uh, welcome to Tranquility miniseries mm-hmm. uh, on the way eventually. So that was
0: the cool. only panel I went to. Uh, was was Gill's spotlight? Was I didn't see any panels. It was and frankly, it, I was, mean, it was Saturday at seven o'clock. Yeah, and they were literally like marching us out of the convention center walking up and turning out lights That's as we're leaving.
2: I I am kicking myself for not going to Ralph Bashke's panel mm-hmm. Friday night at 6:30 in New York because <laughs> dude I'm <laughs> serious yeah, to, no, I'm serious Preach, brother. No, I'm serious dude. I mean <laughs> that actually you know the traced photograph of him. He's awesome. He really is. He's is such a funny guy and if you get like things like the Wizard DVD or um the Frisetta documentary he's yeah. hilarious and the guy is he's living history. I mean the guy goes back to the 50s at Terry tunes and stuff like that. I mean, plus Fritz the Cat and Heavy Traffic and, and so many, like, really interesting characters. Lord character. of the Rings. Of course, Lord of the Rings. I mean, no, he's and Fire and Ice with Presetta.
1: He's an interesting dude. Can I ask you guys a question? What was the best costume you saw in New York?
0: Best costume.
3: I saw an awesome Colossus. I didn't ask you. I, I have didn't have you, There was <laughs> there was
0: a guy there was a guy that went above and beyond with a Hellboy. I costume. was going to say that too. That, really? that was the
2: best one I and saw. And his name Hellboy. is Ron
0: Perlman. It could it, uh, seriously. You looked like you, Ron Perlman's It really did. It was a double take.
2: And I saw um, there was a really good uh, Clark from Smallville walking around with the Green le- Green Arrow from Smallville, and uh, they uh, they looked really good. <laughs> and and like like the, Clark, kids. the Clark even had the little glass Superman emblem and stuff and was holding like the show and stuff. It was very funny.
0: There was about half of Hogwarts Academy there. Oh, yeah. A lot of Stormtroopers at this point. Yeah, Stormtroopers. Giant Chewbacca,
2: they looked very good. There was a guy who w- looked very good as Mr. T, but felt com- like a lot of people would go beyond just getting B-roll video of him to kind of show him walking around. They really felt they had to interview the fake Mr. T. And that was a huge mistake because the guy spoke Hello. like like Fat Albert, on crack.
1: And, uh, it was like,
2: okay, and uh, I'm Mr. T, and uh. nice. it was insane. The guy had the worst voice in the world, and it's Chris, like,
1: no, don't use any of that interview that you, the two-hour interview you did with him where you asked him about Neil Tom, Adam's it's, expanding gold. Earth. it's gold it's gold it's ah! gold
0: the cosplay was, was definitely a lot of it there was i mean there were a lot of people that were wearing costumes that shouldn't have been but yeah, that's you, like uh, you
1: for judging if that you, uh, if you're
0: fat and you want to dress up like wonder woman this is guess uh, what this is
1: your only fucking I actually, that's, that's actually
2: princess Leia the gold bikinis that were like way too much skin thank you thank yeah, you more
1: for loving John. there was
0: uh, there was actually one of the best wonder woman <laughs> uh <laughs> costumes was wonder man
1: Really? Yes. Ew. Uh. Yeah. No, I'm Harry, cool Harry with Wonder, that. Wonder, Wonder Man. Oh. Yeah. I'm fine with that. If a guy wants to dress like that.
0: Yeah, and he was like, you know, talking to the little kids. and I was like, ah. oh, oh, worst. Talking, f- talking to the little kids. Come here. <laughs> Come
1: here. Feel my
3: chest Wor- hair.
0: Worst part, Tom. I so I almost called you or took video with my phone or something. I'm glad you didn't. Worst worst part of the convention. Did you see
3: that folk singer chick? <laughs>
0: lightsaber interpretive dance uh. on the main stage. <laughs> it was terrible. I mean, it was. That sounds horrible. Yeah, it, I still so wanted you to be there. Why? You would have loved. Why?
1: No, 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 no. Why do you take pleasure in seeing me feel bad? Hold on. Let oh, Scotty's hugging you. a dude. It, right? oh, I won't. I won't. Good
3: luck. Good luck. Thank I'll talk Thank you. to you. Yeah, I'll talk to you guys. Scotty's
1: pissed off then. that we made fun of the lightsaber thing.
0: Yeah,
3: Cause you guys you guys he's making fun of cosplay. <laughs> that's <laughs> a cosplay. that's <laughs> a
0: cross. <cosplay>. That's Scotty and Sal taking off. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. See you All right, don't be strangers. Sal and Scotty, ladies and gentlemen there they go the end of an the era interpretive
1: yeah. dance uh, wha- how why how uh, why
0: it was it was, what was the song? they did have lightsaber it was lightsaber martial arts and the best part is whenever I'm walking not by the stage but close enough to it to hear and still be on my way to where I was needing to go and the guy in the predator costume oh yeah, yeah. with the lightsaber talking about how lightsaber duels are a new martial art and he goes, no, don't laugh, because really it is. <laughs> it was, wow, it was, yeah, I, it was frightening.
2: You know the uh, the guys who do the stack on Newsarama. They did a couple live uh, panel interviews with a couple creators here, and that they had MC Chris, which was really funny. He's an interesting little guy. You know, yeah. MC P-Pants from uh, Aqua Team Hunger. Oh yeah, 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 very funny. And they talked to Sealy, which was very interesting, and um, Jonathan Latham actually. About uh, you know his Omega the Unknown. Did any of them have so,
1: lightsabers?
2: No, but that was uh, what I was going to say. Is they would come on, and at least there'd be kind of a, a little quasi panel going on. But otherwise, they did. They had the weirdest like acts, and actually, they had a very funny acoustic, kind of the way Phoebe's on Friends with her guitar at the coffee house and stuff. Yeah, you know, she was funny.
3: Yeah, I'm not it's sure. That's awesome. the word I'd use.
1: <laughs> uh, but, but I thought that bad
2: because the sound was bad, and you get feedback every now and then. And but there was always a constant like group of people just like vegging out on uh, not only like like a bunch of beanbag chairs, like tons of beanbag chairs. It's crazy.
1: Um, did
3: you partake of the oxygen bar in the uh, the blue lounge or whatever? That place? No, I didn't. No. Know. Me neither. I didn't want to stick, you know, something that did, up someone else's nose into mine. I did have a
2: massage though. On Sunday morning, and, they, I, and yeah. actually, I'm really glad I did. I mean, we just did it as a funny bit to videotape because I did uh, some video at Newsarama, so you're and also
3: you were doing the massage play-by-play. Well, we no, we both had our faces
2: She's in the dumb on my shoulder. Yeah, they he's yeah, like, like, "Hey, you have a friend. Yeah, I'm a friend. Okay, this is great." No. Were they
0: charging for massage?
2: Oh yeah, it was 15 bucks. 15 bucks. Okay. And I mean, I felt bad because you know, I think you know, I'm like, they're doing this for a living. They don't really. Hey, can we just videotape you get a free massage? let yeah, videotape I don't think so. you
0: doing your job. We're not going
2: to actually promote you at all. We're just going to let you be kind of. funny for us. It's a bit. Yeah, exactly, and it's like I'll pay for the massages. It's okay, I didn't mind. We saw we saw the iFanboy guys oh. out there. We saw Augie from Pipeline, and a bunch of you know, I hate everyone. It. Well, they
0: had the the podcast arena and <laughs> you know and the everybody. comic geeks and um one of the saw one of the, the cool geeks, things very from nice things to the geeks. from the uh, from the, <laughs> the podcast guys <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you know Jimmy <laughs> if you know That's Jimmy from uh, Comic News Insider at like one o'clock on Saturday had good. someone there to and Jimmy's got like hair down to but his I ass or did but had someone there and. Cut off, gosh, probably
3: like two feet of his hair. Yeah, about and fucking time. That, you that's a what everyone's talking. But
0: donate it to Locks of Love. Yeah, oh. which is
3: really you, seriously
2: that was really nice, you know. But no, it was. I it was saved great. all my
1: hair over the years. There, mm-hmm.
2: you know, it's it's <laughs> great. It was great seeing everybody in, a, in the podcast arena.
0: The uh, <laughs> the Indie Spinner Act guys Definitely. had had um, a fundraiser for <laughs> the uh, um, and it's the second time tonight I've forgotten it. Uh, Center for Cartoon Studies in Vermont. That's cool. Is is kind of their adopted? Does that, uh, the that, that teaches that? Yes. Have all
3: right. That's all, all right. I had right, then.
0: then.
2: All right. um, <laughs> no, I saw Rick Gordon who uh whose uh, show was uh, Pop Cold Online. Yeah, Pop Cult Online who yep. uh, you know on Monday nights uh, always fun and I jump in on there mm-hmm. every now and then when I'm lonely. It was fun. But it was it was great. It was it was really great. Um well, yep.
0: I, t- I tell you what, it's, I did. I did get uh, an interview at, at the show, and this kind of leads into it. But I wanted to, uh, I wanted to preface it by talking about the story a little bit, and yeah. that is the uh, the Jerry Siegel uh, estate ruling on Superman, and that's sure. we're late on this. but uh, sorry, about, yeah, it's away? it's it's like a month ago, but uh, John, this is an evergreen. This is an evergreen yeah.
2: topic, actually. Well, it's in play because there's still, I think, sixty days for uh, DC and the Seagulls so. to to settle. And uh, this is on profits going back to nineteen ninety nine, ninety nine. Yeah, and basically now uh, the everyone Segal knows S- there's no money in comics. The Siegel Estate is uh, a fifty percent owner of the profits from Superman's the domestic the U.S. profits from Superman since uh, ninety nine. All that the, and that's all that's, Indian I mean, Superman th- money. There, there, there are there are all related. sorts
0: of of posts and reports and blogs about it. It gets very complicated with like copyright laws and Sonny Bono is involved Here's somehow. Here's what we have to do. <laughs>
2: Yeah, he's saying. I want to have a discussion. It's actually it's legislation. No, I'm no, no, well the word, It's yeah. the Sonny
1: Bono Act. I, I don't see why we need to be restrained man, by fa- restrained by facts mm-hmm. when we discuss <laughs> it. No one else is. Why? Why do we need to be restrained by it? Well, the I, I rules. think
0: the, the nuts and bolts of it is that Aww. the, the Siegel State has uh, shares the Superman from Action One with DC until 2013, and then. The the Schuster estate gets involved, and it's go read about it. Um. There's very easy well, to understand explanations.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know how basically the Lev Gleason Daredevil is in that Dynamic Forces Dynamite Superpowers thing, but can't be called Daredevil because the mm-hmm. Daredevil name is now trademarked by There's Marvel. The difference mm-hmm.
1: between trademark and copyright. Yes. Trademark right. is involving advertising and naming. It's like why Captain Marvel can't have a book called... Right, Captain Captain Marvel, Marvel. right, and it's Shazam.
2: Well, by 2013, well, actually, technically, no, in 2013, the the Schusters will have the other 50% of what the Seagulls own. Yes. But DC still has rights to Superman, the trademark of Superman and all that. But by 2033, when we're all eating custard with, you know, spoons... Mm. As opposed to when well, we food. are all, I Superman. love custard.
0: Hey, I, yes, eat custard. Custard. I eat custard now. No, but like course, you know, of course you. Eat in, theory, custard. in theory, <laughs> in
2: di- theory, you know, Dynamite Comics God, in twenty thirty three eventually will be able to come out with a book with a hero that looks like the Action One. Alex action Ross Superman, is counting
0: down the days, and it could be called
2: the Man of Steel, or it could be called the Last Son, or something like that. You know, I mean, and and basically be a Superman. In, you in know who? Look. Wink, wink. Exactly. Come on, which you is know, who. which well, is pretty cool.
0: <laughs> the 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 history of creator-owned rights, and, and especially uh, with Superman and the Siegel-Schuster um, estates, you, you really need to um, take a look back at, at how involved Neil Adams was in that. He was one of the very early proponents of those families getting royalties on that character. Well,
1: he physically fought Warner Bro- every employee <laughs> yes. of Warner Brothers. Get me so. Jack Warner. Yeah. Get me Jack <laughs> Leibowitz. <laughs> he fought Bugs Bunny, who's was a cartoon character. It was crazy. crazy. Yeah, was crazy. exactly. And it's the 70s. It was a different time.
0: And Neil Adams is, is, <laughs> is definitely a proponent of creator-owned work. And, and I had a chance to sit down and talk with him both about the ruling on the Siegel case and kind of his opinions on, on creator-owned work. So uh, here's about uh, three, four minutes of Neil Adams at the New York Comic Con.
4: Um, I'm worried about it because um, now it's going past the curve. And I hope that Joanne and, uh, and her daughter uh, consider that DC Comics, that if they get enough money, and they're happy with the money, that DC Comics is a good landlord of their property uh, because they have been a good landlord. Uh, the reason that... I mean, the fact that they weren't good people necessarily before... Is bad, and I agree. But they are good landlords, yes. and if if the ladies and the families were taken care of, I don't think that that Superman would do necessarily well in their hands. It may. I mean, I don't. I, I don't know how, because essentially they would have to find somebody like DC to do it, and they already have DC. So, what's the advantage? So, so I would like to see. Uh, I like I like peace to to be part of comics. I like everybody to get along. We're doing comic books after all. I like people to get along. I don't like the litigious aspect. Uh, Remember when I first dealt with Jerry and Joe? I may have done it in in the newspapers and I may have done it on television, but I didn't do it in court. It wasn't you know this mean thing. And maybe I should have achieved more. Okay. But I achieved enough to make the families live out, Jerry and Joe, live out the rest of their lives in happiness. Um, and I that's what I think we ought to try to do in comics, is, is to make a happier situation for everybody. So that's basically my feeling about the whole thing. I, I, I want everybody to be happy. and You know you might have to fight once in a while, but in the end, the goal is to be happy.
0: And for the pendulum not to swing too <laughs> far in either direction. Yeah,
4: I... I nice to have a balance sure.
0: I know we uh, saw in the in the 90s with the uh, with image comics that um, that obviously came out of you know creator rights and creators wanting to have their own comics and, and it may have swung a little bit too far to one side but well, do you see yourself I- if you were if you were very active at that time
4: of being an image an image creator well we did I mean uh, we had continuity comics okay. and uh, and what I found and what I warned the guys about uh, when they were doing image, was that uh, the danger was that they would uh, put themselves out of a job. That the very creators who wanted the opportunity to profit by their own uh, creations would end up not being able to make creations anymore. The one thing that I told them when they started up was you you guys are talking yourself out of drawing comics because you're going to have to spend so much time doing the business of the business that you can't do comic books anymore. And that's exactly what happened. They all stopped drawing comics. Now Jim Lee is back drawing comic books because he sold the company. (laughs) The only way he could do it. And I'm sure there's a tremendous part of him that's very, very happy to to have done that. And when I did our our comics, I couldn't draw comics. I did covers and layouts and stuff. But there was no Neil Adams comic book that had a Neil Adams comic. I, I couldn't draw for continuity.
0: All right, so there you go that's uh that's Neil Adams at the New york con uh talking about the uh the Superman ruling and on on creator own works and we'll come back to the to the Superman stuff in a minute but um chris i I wanted to talk to you a little bit about about the creator the creator own stuff and and from image and his warning to those guys that if you do this that you're gonna end up not being able to actually create your comics you're gonna end up being the the business people that have to manage them and you know I mean. You are a creator that focuses mostly on creator-owned works. That's what Nixon's Pals is, and and I think that's where a lot of your your ambition is to continue to do that. I mean, do you ever do you ever worry that? That you're going to get to a point that you're not going to actually be able to sit down and draw comics, or would that be kind of a a, 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 a nice problem a nice have. problem to have?
3: I mean, I think I'm a couple years off of that. I had to do no. <laughs> no <laughs> way. You way. Burnham yeah. Comics isn't coming up in the fall? <laughs> not not quite yet. I mean, I got just a little taste of that sort of thing with Nixon's pals. I mean, the Nixon the uh, the image PR guys are great, but they've got you know sixty books that sure. they have to worry about. So I had. To, I did, you know, my own part in trying to cover that stuff and I could see how that could get really out of hand really fast. I mean, if I had two things to worry about, that could, you know, and if I had to worry about shipping the ship, but that's what, I mean, that's why the creators pay Image Comics, is to handle all the shipping and all that nonsense, so right. we, we can, for the most part, draw our
0: goddamn books. Well, I already see it with, with a lot of, you know, people complain about late books and, and that kind of stuff, and there's this, there's this image that a lot of comic book fans have of artists and writers, that they are at home all the time, working on the craft, and to a large part, that's true, but, you know, in between you know, all of the prep work that you have to do for your projects and conventions. It's like I go to three, maybe four conventions a year on a real busy year that absolutely sucks it out of you. There's a whole business to this business outside of the actual creation of and I yeah. think that's a lot of what happened to those image guys. Is that the business part of it just kind of Well ironically then through that through them all
1: sort of talking themselves out of do out of doing comics they Inadvertently set up the system by which other people. Yes. Yeah, but, it's, but the difference was too. When those guys were making those
2: books, they were making four and five books a piece. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't just one book. I mean, Lee was coming out with the Wildstorm line. Liefeld had. You know the titles that he was doing under Spawn, plus his own creations as mm-hmm. well. McFarlane, I mean, yeah. yeah, well, yeah, with yeah, he. Well, I'm saying Lee Field work working for McFarlane, mm-hmm, sure. and and coming up with you know I was
0: young blood, the,
2: yeah, well, not not young blood, no, that was his stuff. I'm talking oh. that was awesome comics. Those mm-hmm. were, I mean, that's the thing. Rob came out with awesome comics. Uh, Jim Lee came out with Wildstorm mm-hmm. and they were all like kinda doing a little bit for each other. But yeah, they were running lines. Whereas the average, you know, image person like Chris is only worried about his one book. Now granted so far. Yeah, and so no ahead. and obviously Some yes, and, and I yeah, I hope you do grow and expand. But yeah, I think look at well look at B. Clay mm-hmm. and he's you know, he's got his several books. But I don't think that's the same problem. As what Neil was talking about, because I think these other guys really did.
0: It's of running your own business, right. which everything fell under the, the image umbrella. Right, Shadowline Shadow Comics everything. From Wild yeah, Storm exactly. and Yeah, exactly. And,
2: and McFarlane was doing his line. Everyone had mm-hmm. their line. You know, I think Larson was really one of the only guys
3: just doing Dragon. I mean, mm-hmm. but he also had that's has the, the, and, that, the, and that's the, the, the one that survived. And the Freak oh, that's, You're and right about that. You're and, right. And there was another I of, forgot you know, about One Shots Little Mini Series. And he. Doesn't do those anymore apparently because it you know and now sucks up all his time and they don't sell particularly well.
2: And he also now is really running Image. So yeah, it's just it's just Dragon and uh, the next issue project are really the only things that you know he's focusing on as far as art goes. So I understand what you know Neil is saying about that. I agree, and and you know in the case of those Image guys, and like he said, I remember those continuity books as well. I mean, his uh, were it's it was you know they really weren't that great because he would he'd only do the covers and you'd open it up and he had a wonderful studio behind him mm-hmm. you know great creators followed him to continuity and and not only work in comics but also work advertising. Uh, advertising and doing storyboards for films and stuff I mean Neil's had a wonderful career outside of comics that's one of the reasons another reason why he hasn't done much as far as drawing and things
0: sure he's so busy, he's busy he, advertising busy creating the nation XB yep, yep, yep. things like that what would you <laughs> so. think of uh, what do you think of his his uh, it, it actually it it took me back whenever I was talking with him because I I I thought it was kind of a, a softball question. I thought he would be you know it's about time that you know it's the, 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 fa- the family is finally getting what they deserve and and I'm really happy about this. And whenever the first words out of his mouth were "I'm I'm concerned," well, uh, it, it kind of yeah.
2: Well, again, because I think you look at um, what started with what he had asked for and helped. ...create the, uh, the publicity for getting the Siegel's, Siegel and Schuster proper retirement packages mm-hmm. and pensions that they could live on and live in dignity, dignity for their last few years. Since that time, and especially since specifically that Paul Levitz has become the president of DC Comics... I heard about it with the first Batman uh, Begins movie. (laughs) So many creators getting checks, not just obviously Denny O'Neill and you know, and then Frank Miller and people like that. But Chuck Dixon got a nice five figure check. Neil got a you know Neil obviously got a check. I mean, so many Batman creators that had little things. In the case of Chuck Dixon, it was just you know, oh well, you know we had the railroad tracks going from the Batcave to Gotham City. Oh well, Chuck you know Chuck created that he deserves a check and Chuck got a check for it and stuff so I think Neil sees that and sees that DC unlike other publishers in the business currently now that have big slates of lots of movies coming out I think one of them might star Robert Downey Jr. quite frankly (laughs) (laughs) Um, ask ask Bob Layton and Dave Michelini how much money they're getting for the Iron Man movie you know ask John Byrne if he's seeing any Fantastic Four money or anything I don't think you need to ask
1: John Byrne I think he'll tell I I think think, he will tell you I think he he will tell you but yeah
2: I mean that's so you know that's that is a case where everyone loves Marvel and, and I like Marvel too and Marvel's a business that just got out of bankruptcy don't get me wrong and they took they've taken care of some of their creators and and, and done the right thing but you know DC with the backing of Time Warner you know, I, I think you know Paul has done a good job of really yeah. running this company I, I and, I, and getting giving a just you know
1: due to creators. I always think it's I think it's funny when you see a lot of the reaction of the Superman case. I think sometimes you see, especially out of fans, there's like this knee jerk fear that Superman's going to disappear or something. And <laughs> People <laughs> sort of reactions like Final <gasps> Crisis, you baby. Can't Final Crisis, like oh. this oh. this weird fear or this weird like, uh, and it and you can see it come across. You can see there's a it hits a raw nerve with some fans where they're suddenly are afraid that their character is gonna disappear. When really realistically I mean, it only makes sense for D C to keep well, who else is gonna do it? Right. Who else wants Superman? Who else is gonna I mean other well, people would want to yeah. do well, it but well, he it said make it they su- they've
0: been a good steward to the character and you know they've kind of gr- the company's kind of grown up Do they have some together. dream
1: to publish their own super? I mean, th- I mean that's sort hey, of the You never know.
3: I mean, in 2013. I yeah. mean, theoretically, if the Seagulls and the Schusters own it, they could take it away from DC and and put out their own book and run that shit right into the ground. Well, DC would well, yeah, yeah, still I mean,
2: be able to publish Superman too, but l- it's more the scenario that I described that's coming yeah. in 2033 when anyone will be able to do it if the si- if the Siegels and Shusters want to set idea up though, the Last Son hero at Image or something. You know what
1: the, the the thing though that the thing to me though. Though, is this idea for some reason that people think that publishing comics is going to be the is the, the way yeah it's like the weird ticket when oh, Superman as popular a character as he is how much does a, the best selling Superman comic sell but but
2: it starts but it starts with the comic book who's to say listen, that they couldn't also but do the thing a Superman like television thing, though, listen, series or a movie series here's
1: the thing though the same fans that um, (laughs) people get on this topic and they're like, oh, well, Superman without all these certain traits aren't going to work. And it's like, listen, if you're worried about the comic books, guess what? The 60,000 people that like Superman, (laughs) enough to buy the comic books, if you're just looking at the comic books, guess what? They'll buy the same Superman. If there's 50 Superman comics that you know what one they're going to buy, they're going to buy the one that's telling the same story about the Superman that they've already read. Sure. And it's like... This uh, It's this whole comic book fandom uh, irrationality about th- what n- impact the comic books have. Superman's so much bigger yeah. than the comic book, and that's the thing. As a, as but a you trademark. see a lot of the rations, people are people like, oh, they're going to take it and they're going to publish it. It's like, th- that's not... Anything to do? Guess the the what, mo- publishing the movie, a comic movie, book. Movies transcend yeah.
0: this. So I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm on my way up to the shop tonight, listening to Mac and Harry. Is the thing. Local sports radio. What yeah. And and yeah, uh, Harry Tynowitz refers to Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. It's like this is sports. Ra-
3: See, I mean, Chinese probably hasn't run well, a comic not for only movies, years. but
0: lunchboxes, bedsheets. Well, it's also you know,
2: because pajamas. I mean, obviously,
1: obviously, I pay attention to comic book websites, and that's sure. why I see most of the people react about it that way. Mm-hmm. But it's sort of also like when you see people talk about it, it's like no, the, the point isn't publishing the com- the comics isn't where the money. No. Guess where Warner Brothers isn't uh, rolling in the dough from the uh, sixty five thousand copies of Action Comics they sell a month. I mean, that's not where the issue is really. No. You know, that's. That's one thing. That's totally separate from the, what, where the real, where the real money is. Unless when you follow like the real money, then yeah, I mean the issues become different. So many of the things I've seen people talk about are so publishing, comic book centric about the logistics of. It's like that's not where the money important. is important. That's yeah. not where the money is. That's not where the the seagulls. I mean, the are going to get their money. But, it from the But kind
0: of you know? dovetailing off of what John had said, I think that Time Warner has a great understanding. It's maybe Levitz more than, than Time, and he's probably sold them on that, is that there seems to be an understanding that, that the lab uh, of comics yeah. is, is really the genesis of a lot of these ideas, and they are very cognizant of that, and they're very willing to, to reward those creators yeah. really well.
2: Well, and I, and I bet another argument is the five-figure check that we give today will save us the seven-figure bill that we're going to have in litigation should we uh, not take care of this yep. guy. And also, there's a very sure. finite window of, of creators that are going to be able to take yeah. advantage of this because by the, the the 60s, the checks were stamped that hey, this is a work-for-hire job, and anything you created really was yeah. done, you know, working for the specific publisher. Um, there was something else I wanted to say uh, regarding. Uh, I can't. I can't remember. So feel free to
0: chime mm-hmm. in when I it Well, ta- out talking out. about you know <laughs> movies. I mean, this is something that you know you have. You have a. I'm l- looking and pointing at Chris Burnham now. You, you have, the listener. <laughs> you have a movie. <laughs> you, you the listener, have a packaged and and ready to go story. Mm-hmm. You know concept. This is going to hopefully start happening with you, with the you know, with the the, the movie. Chris you know. turning rumors. <laughs>
3: hey, there has there has been actual you know real interest. Well, mm. you you told me a Joseph a story and uh, oh yeah, you know. Joseph, Joseph Player in yeah. Hollywood.
0: I mean, the, you know, I mean, men of
2: action and everything. Yeah, yeah
0: they're a full fledged production company. Yeah, no, no
3: checks have been signed, but but you know, conversations haven't had. Excellent, that. man. That's um,
0: Big movie news in the last couple of weeks: um, Colin Bunn and Brian Hurt, The Damned yeah. is the option's been bought up and. And uh, DreamWorks, it looks like they are in the process of moving forward with the uh, with the big screen adaptation of the Dam. Adaptation.
3: So. Jesus Christ, say it. What say did it, I say? say? it with me. What did I say? say it with me. Adaptation. he say adaptation? Adaptation. 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 Yeah. Adapt- no, adaptation adaption
1: would be if the script l- like grew wings
0: to survive <laughs> like in an environment where there is creatures eating scripts on the, the big screen adaptation. So.
3: Yeah. Here you go. Say shit right. Boy, grammar nerd. Dude, I will
1: pounce. I will pounce. I'm proud of you.
3: Not a boy. I mean, if it's not right, it's wrong.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a Chris Burnham quote. (laughs) If it's not right, it's
1: it's it's wrong. Oh, damn. Well, while
0: I'm trying to give out congratulations. When are we having the Around
1: around Comics option being bought? Hey, (laughs) you know, there is a
0: script. (laughs) It's true. There is a script. (laughs) I'm serious. There is a full script out there.
2: Yeah, one thing I wanted to mention about the uh, Superman ruling that everyone seems to have forgotten, as far as your message board concern that you've read, the same thing happened with Captain America five years ago or ten years ago. Yeah, but that's Captain America's job. Well, I understand, but you're right. Um, and and what happened was, and what will likely happen in the next sixty days as this litigation is on that kind of timetable. And it's not just the Superman case. You know, the Mm -hmm. judge merged the Superboy decision as well. Mm -hmm. So it's like, hey, settle this or we're going to court. And I'm sure they will settle because that's what happened with Joe Simon. And Joe Simon is happy as hell. And I love the the, the crocodile sense. tears that he t- that he shed on night <laughs> when yeah. Ed, when Ed shot Captain America last year. I uh, just they shouldn't have gotten rid of him. Yeah. Oh, it's such a shame. <laughs> yeah, no. we meanwhile he's <laughs> laughing his ass carn- off. A, Ed, a and congratula- exactly, and congratulates <laughs> Joe and, and Ed for doing this, and what a great idea and everything. That's hilarious. So yeah, I I wouldn't worry, and I and I think. Um, I hope that the seagulls are smart enough to settle. I have a feeling they will I th- be. I think it's all going. Uh, they're going to get some fat ass checks. Exactly. And it's all exactly. Be good. You know. And I, and I, and I all agree. I don't think nothing. Yeah, nothing will impede. Uh, yeah.
0: What's going on with Superman? Well, those are understand. those are all about old books. Let's talk about some. Uh, Let's talk about new lawsuits. New new lawsuits and. He's getting sued now. We, can we
2: bury Countdown?
0: Yes, because <laughs> that's exactly what I wanted to talk about. Was Countdown's Final over. Crisis?
2: Yeah, well, it's a couple weeks away, I guess. But they got uh, my
3: 350,
1: man. 350. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I'm excited. I t- I talked to I talked to Grant Morrison, and he told me that he's very excited about Final dressed races. up
1: like a fat David Byrne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know. I had. It. If you guys
2: seen the video, listeners, I'm I'm on Newsarama and did a couple video interviews. One on of my hi- my
0: highlights of the entire New York Comic Con was hooking up with John. About five minutes after you were done with the Grant Morrison interview, you were. I had to pull you down from the ceiling. Yeah, you were, you were so... Well, you know, I kept my cool
2: yeah, no, during... know Superman made you. I kept my cool <laughs> during the interview, <laughs> but then like five minutes afterwards, I was like, wow, I just interviewed Graham Morrison, and I have to admit, I totally fanned out. I, I totally It was did. a good interview. But it was good was, interview. I appreciate you saying that. I, I felt I was kind of stumbling at first, but... By the second question, I felt okay. I felt better about my interview with Gail on Saturday, and really, they haven't released it yet. But Darwin Cook had a blast talking. To
0: him well, Gail, Gail has a has a way of making you feel very at ease when. It, I Did mean, you ask the hard question? No, of course not. <laughs> No,
2: but yeah, yeah, what, what, yeah. Give me a hard question. No, no, but you know, I did, and I did the typical okay. kind of, and I even stopped myself. I'm like, I, I started saying, you know, you were you were only the second woman to write Superman. I'm like, you know, I hate doing that whole glass ceiling thing. Who the hell cares, man or woman? You're a great writer, and she is, and that's fine. Man, and you know. woman, robot. Alien. Oh, you know, they had an amazing poster, Tom, that you would really appreciate it. Adam Hughes drew this thing. I hope it's at the other cons. I'm sure it will be. It's a white background, and it says the real power behind the DC Universe. Oh, I saw that poster. Oh, gorgeous. Really, seriously, all the the female heroes and villains, it was very cool. This
1: poster would be better with
2: Batman. There were a lot of bad characters. Oracle and Batwoman and Harley Mm -hmm. Quinn and uh, Ivy were all in there. My only problem is
1: that all the women were kind of the same height.
0: Speaking of uh, of of back <laughs> of back char- characters, we we touched on it real briefly on um, Secret Six uh apparently one of the the new the new cast is going to be uh with a what the, an a-list bat uh bat, bat rogue. yeah so joker I,
2: yeah you know I and, and, it and like bad. an idiot i'm like yeah anyway so gail i didn't even hear what you just said anyway let's talk more do you like um, my code exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> giant john it is it, it was seriously brocco called he wanted his shoulders back i know it was it was bad it was really bad but, but that's okay I'll so you better. are you all write comic books <laughs> i got a girlfriend that's better than that I I was, I was David Byrne at the con. I was a fat David Byrne. I had the big, I, That's that fucking the... cosplay right there. It was, 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 was big shoulders on me, man. I, my head looked like it was like a bowling ball on a shelf.
0: around comics is proud to help support the hero initiative hero creates a financial safety net for yesterday's creators who need emergency medical aid financial support for essentials of life and an avenue back into paying work it's a chance for all of us to give back something to the people who have given us so much enjoyment for more information visit www.heroinitiative.org or call 310-909-7809 they announced the uh, the two minis, and this is something that I know that they're not going to stick to, but I, I really hope that they <laughs> yeah. do, that uh, that they're not going to do the massive multiple tie-ins and crossovers. They've got Final Crisis, which uh, I read an interview that, that Greg did on NewsRama, I believe, um, that he's like, you're going to be able to read Final Crisis and get the story well there's that but there's going to be two miniseries and and that's it there's
1: three well there's Final Crisis Requiem which Rucka's doing with um, Uh, Philip Tan
0: um, is it is it Revelations Revelations there's
1: the one shot Requiem for whoever they kill which is uh, there's Flash Rogues Mm -hmm. which uh, is Jeff Johnson uh, Scott Collins and then there's the Legion of Three Worlds
0: now is the Rogues is that tied into Final Crisis now it is yeah oh that reminds me I have a present for you oh shit what is it it's Jeff, the corpse
2: of Captain Cold. Jeff has been talking to me about uh, Rogues. Don't tell me for about like Six it. months, and oh, it's, you told me something. It's, about yeah, it. it's going to be a great story. It really is. Pretty and uh,
1: oh, hey, look at
0: that. Oh, it Piper? Piper?
1: oh Trickster. Oh, Trickster and Piper. Ty- oh, oh, very nice. A little countdown uh, reference there. Kind like of shackled. Can I, I'm just little. little uh, you like know like what? Trickster and Pied Piper As much as, as I loved these characters, mm-hmm. I really resent the fact that Countdown made me want to see both of them die. <laughs> I, 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 well, <laughs> like I
2: countdown really, in general, I really hate to say because did you see it through till the end? No, no, no I no, did, no, no. and it really was a missed opportunity. <laughs> at
1: well, <laughs> I was on, uh, I was, I did a show on iFanboy, and someone asked us about countdown, mm-hmm.
0: and I, I thought, yeah, I, I heard you moonlighting.
1: say? the problem with count? Oh, it was like or the idea if you have a book that you say it's going to be like the spine of your universe. The problem being that therefore it felt like all the good stories were being told someplace else and Countdown was just barely hinting at those
2: It was a waiting for Godot book. It was. It, it was kind of like, like where's Singer the story, Rock. where's the action? And nothing really happened. And I and honestly, there were good people that wrote and drew on that book, mm-hmm. but unfortunately I, I think the blame goes to and it's not a big deal. He misfired. This one, you know, he's telling great stories to the detective. Yeah. Paul Dini, not a great story in Countdown. Well okay. I think there, I fine. think there's
1: a point halfway through it where they changed direction. Because they had, t- they had to. because it's the f- really the first twenty six, like man, nothing happened. It's really, it's it. It, it wasn't very good. It, it was. There's well, a lot of good people who worked on it. A lot of talented people. And for whatever reason, when it all got mixed together, it didn't come out.
2: The the Ray Palmer story got kind of interesting near the end, and I thought the uh, Earth jumping was fun to watch. Honestly, I, I enjoyed that part. The stuff with uh, Jimmy Olsen and Apocalypse really made no sense other than being a cute nod you know, to those 50s and
1: 60s Jimmy Olsen stories that, uh, when I and I knew, 70s with the fourth world. You know when I knew that the book wasn't for me is when they killed the jokester. After they just told like a really good story with the character in McKeever. In the McKeever, that and was Igel. great. there was a great story. Yeah. And then the next week they killed him, and I was like, huh, I'm like... I can kind of see where the problems are going to. A lot of those yeah.
2: parallel worlds. I wish they would have kept around because they were kind of interesting. Kind and, of I, and I li- and it's. I like the, the multiverse. Over. I think yeah. it, you know it's okay to have the multiverse and to go back to it when you have a good story. Why not leave it open for those possibilities?
1: Yeah, and I was just kind of like, that's interesting. They introduced a really interesting character and they told a really good story, and then they just sort of killed him. Yeah, <laughs> blue, no, blue all over. Without again. without well, I mean, it was even worse than that because it, it felt like. Yeah, there was 20
2: years of Beetle before they finally killed the But it Ted was Ford, like they, yeah. within
1: a course of three weeks, like the, um, the... His and this is sort of the difference between, to me, at least as far as when I was reading 52 and Countdown, is I felt like 52 did a better job of picking up on things that worked and running with them and making them work. But it felt like Countdown, it felt like it was so planned so ahead of time. And it was so obvious that the jokester was planned to be killed and then they came up with this great story... That they told him one shot, and then they killed him, and it was like, well, that doesn't, that doesn't make sense, you know. That uh, why yeah. would you introduce this character, and then kill him unless you planned to kill him, and then all of a sudden fell into the fact that he was an interesting character. I mean that's all well, I, speculation about the nature of what order everything comes in. But
0: well, I, I think kind of following what DC's done over the last few years, you know, you see this this great high with with 52, and what a su- great success that was, and then countdown I think has really soured people. A lot of people on the weekly book. I don't think it's going to deter people from buying Final Crisis, but I think it's going to be really interesting to look at like the first numbers on Trinity as opposed to countdown. But you know the thing that drives me I, crazy yeah, about I this? Just,
2: I disagree with that. No, I think it's true, but you know why
1: I I think that is true. I think it is going to affect. Well, it's going to affect it to a certain amount, but I also think it's the weirdness of comic book fans. There are so many people, and I know it's so distorted because what you read on the internet is obviously not how everyone feels about a book. But you saw so many people who seem to have who bought every issue countdown and hated it, and then they get to the end of it and they say. I'm not going to buy Trinity because I bought all these and the books two I didn't related. buy. Where it's like they're, they're not, not the same animal. They're not the same people. But, but they're right. being but
0: they're being marketed as DC's next weekly series, so they are tied together in a certain way. But you see, that's the I don't. Standpoint. I
2: think Fifty Two's uh, strong points were still going to outshadow the bad taste of of Countdown because. Um, as you say, it is a different team. I think I think there's a trust factor and also a curiosity factor with the team of Busick and Bagley okay. doing the big well, three. I also think and, I, and I'm telling you, the art on Bagley, everyone's going to at least thumb through that first issue. And, you know, I, I think, I think uh, it's... He's a, an animal, I think by they the way. did themselves a favor, <laughs> too,
1: by putting some time in between Countdown and, and, Trinity. and Trinity. Because if you see the numbers of what they sold on... on um, Countdown never started as high as 52. No. Sure. You know, it was the same level of attrition that all comic books go through. It was almost like Countdown was just the next issue of 52, because it came out, like, two weeks after Yeah, and counted
0: down from 52. Yeah,
1: so it was very much the continuation. I mean, it was very much put forward... Like that, it had <laughs> numbering reversed from 52. It came out two weeks later. Right, it no, had sorry. the same, you know, it had the same, <laughs> same sort of thing going on. So it's going to be interesting to see how that space how that space works out. Yeah. For well, September's you also you,
0: you didn't have the the superstar writing team, you know, and Denny Paul Denny is a superstar, but you didn't you didn't have that that I mean that well, he was plotting, we're, he we're, wasn't we're scripting. We're I mean, going to look back on Fifty Two and at what an amazing accomplishment that was, and that group of four writers right. and Giffen uh, that was something special.
2: Well, and I don't and I don't want to be misconstrued either because Sean McKeever is a good writer, Tony Bedard is sure, a good yeah. writer. The scripters they had are no, Adam Beach. Is. Is. Adam Beecham is a good writer. It's just yeah, it was it was just a poorly executed plot, and that's why, unfortunately, Paul I think just had a misfire, and that's okay. These things happen. Well, also, I think Chris Bus- I think Kurt Busiek though coming up though on uh, Trinity, I think he has many more stories under <laughs> his belt. I think he gets the epic story. I, I love
1: JLA versus Avengers. I, I trust Kurt Busiek with big events. But you know, the funny I think thing he's is, a, I think he's a quality the problem right. you're going to have always with stuff where it's like, we're going to have 52 weeks of story, and then you get six weeks into it, and it's not going anywhere, and there's a problem. Well, guess what? You can't stop. It's right. not <laughs> like you can right. stop countdown at week 45 and say, we, this, something's messed up here. But we can't, I, you know, we can't.
2: I have a feeling, though, much as he's shown in Astro City, and actually what Jeff Johns has been doing with Green Lantern. We've set up this you know, final phase of the of the Lantern War that's coming yeah. up in two thousand nine. In the meantime, Jeff is telling little stories that are building to yeah. that climax. Mm-hmm. I think Busick is going to do the same thing because again, that's how he's always plotted Astro City vignette, vignette, vignette. But there is always a point to the vignettes, and you get to a crescendo. Yeah, yeah. And I, mean, I, and I really, I really do think that Kurt is more seasoned than Paul when it comes to this kind of event and the trappings that Countdown found itself in is. We're talking about what's going on in general in Countdown, and as you said, it weakened the story in Countdown. Trinity is its own animal, like Fifty Two was, and I think it's in a in a in the hands of. Great Talk creators. about
1: pressure! It was counting down to something. <laughs> I mean, it's I like know, I, mean, I know. It's a and, lot of and, pressure, and, and then, then guess. Beep! <laughs> yeah, and you know, it's like and it's like you can't quit halfway. It's like through. the Bond
2: movies where you got the ticking, you know, the countdown and it always stops at like double oh seven yeah. and then nothing happens. Not, and like it's
1: not even like they could say, Listen, we have to take two weeks off because stuff's on the No, you had to come out with one every week. Mm-hmm. So guess what? If you're six I tell ten, you what,
0: they, they got the right artist for this thing. It's uh Bagley's, <laughs> Bagley's doing forty eight pages a month.
2: Plus, you know, you got Nord, you got Norton, Norton and Norway are doing the uh, backups. Norton and Norway together, which I yeah. think is awesome. I, I really—it's uh, uh, so.
3: Does Trinity wait until Final Crisis is, is over to start, or it's is this it like its own separate? Yeah, it's separate. its own animal. So, but it's going to start halfway through or whatever. What
2: do you mean halfway? Th- oh, halfway through Final Crisis. I mean,
3: is is it going to st- is it going to start in a month or two or starts in, in June? Seven starts, starts in, in June. June. Right yeah. there you go.
2: Like in a month, yeah. I think it'll be great. I honestly, I'm I. The Bagley art looks fantastic. It really does. I like his Batman.
1: I like everything. I'll give it a shot, and if I don't like it, I'll do like what right. I did with Countdown and stop. Well, stop reading. Stop reading it. It. That's, that's, Dick, that's, that's what my advice. Amaturity. If it ain't right, it's wrong. What do we, we think should <laughs> be buying it? What do we think of Secret Invasion so far? Um, first issue was good, but the first issue of the of events are the easy one. Yep. Oh, that's
2: interesting, because, I mean, look at look at how wrong I think Brian got House of M in the first issue, because just as it got interesting, yeah. the, the issue was over, and he himself even said, give me more pages, and
1: shit's got to happen right away. I mean, it's when a you think of events, though, learned, think of, like, you know? okay, think of, you know, Infinite Crisis, World War Hulk. All those things, you know, the best issue is always the first one because
0: it we, it leaves everything up to your imagination on how it can play out. Yeah, and well, whenever you see how you, it is and played count, out, as you start yeah, coming down to yeah. the
1: end, you inevitably have to to fill in. I mean, that's just what, the, what, your story what, what,
0: what was what was great about the prequel series of Star Wars before they came out. Everyone speculated on what it could be, and 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 what they thought that world would build well, I mean, up like. Well, that's just
1: the nature of, of people anticipating. Sure, sure. Did you uh, and,
0: and that's what a, a big event does. It builds anticipation for how it's going to play out. And so I think you're exactly right in that. In that that first issue can have a huge amount of payoff. It's. How it gets finished, and Bendis, I really hope he finishes the story this time.
3: Secret Invasion, I'm stoked for it. I, I am too. Fucking love. I mean, I love Captain Scarlet. I love Battlestar Galactica, and uh, you know, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. That whole thing. You know, you know who's, the, who's who the among secret? us? Yeah, who I among mean, us even is even the traitor? What was, yeah, what was the thing with the Manhunters in uh, DC Millennium? I mean, yeah, the idea, yeah. the core idea of there's a traitor in your you know, in in your team, yeah. it's rad. And then the fact that once you kill him, then you know for sure if it's a Skrull, I think that is rad. And then who are they going to kill when they're positive it's a scroll and then when they're dead it's not? That is going to be fucking
1: awesome. I, th- hey, I, oh wait. I enjoyed the Mighty Avengers issue. You know, I have a weird thing, though, with Mighty Avengers in that... Um, And I think it's just a weird thing with the Bendis Avenger books is that Bendis is so tied into doing the Avengers books that sometimes it's hard to guess what you're going to get next all the time. And I dropped Mighty Avengers because I... don't like the century, and I finally figured out that the century drives me away from books. He was yeah. funny in that '70s
2: story, I thought, and oh, I understand what you're
1: saying though, because God. because he is annoying. Should every I time? Should I kill Bob? Are but you okay, boy, But Bob. the void might come. If I have to read four fucking panels every time he shows up, if someone goes, is Bob, 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 Bob is Bobby, kind of emotional. Right? Yeah, he has fucking emotion. <laughs> you know why he has emotional problems? Because all his friends treat him like a fucking toddler. <laughs> someone just needs <has laughs> to, to slap him and say, hey, See, that's, "Suck it up." That's you know, that's stuff. the
2: conversation Bruce Banner needs to have with Reed and, and, and Tony and. Stuff. Someone just yeah.
1: needs to be Stop he's, Everyone is like Bob oh, you're, you're handling this great We <laughs> need to have two pages Of everyone telling the sentry That he's going to be okay Every time we going to What if be Superman, okay? Superman
2: Were an emo loser God Christ Somebody About sun, Superman right? And then
1: I'm just like Listen uh, between the century, yeah, I, prefer, it's, I prefer the, I well-adjusted, I prefer the well-adjusted guy who doesn't like <laughs> fucking crumble every time he like burns his pizza in the oven. I could I, crush you, but if I do the void, <laughs> I, do, I don't want to did do Did the that. void burn my pizza? <laughs> I don't even. I still don't know what the fuck the void is. I still don't understand. And really, if he did is you' taking the Noid's job
0: apparently, yeah, of burning burning pizza. I understand confused. what's going on. Interesting. Noid reference.
3: Exactly. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not proud of that. I want enough.
1: the century to be a scroll so someone can kill that character. So that I never. Would be that would be awesome. So the I never have another century pop up in a book where I go, oh, I think oh that would God. be great. So someone can finally go. But
0: see, this could be bad, Tom, because there could actually be two centuries walking around, and it could be in multiple books at the oh. same time, and multiple people could be asking. I him will him give one hundred dollars
1: to any creator that kills the century. <laughs> <laughs> End it, please. All right, Dan Slot. Dan Slott, I will give you one hundred dollars. Bar
2: money, right there. Dan. Yeah,
1: those are. That is a. <laughs> That is a lot of drinks <laughs> in a midwestern town. Just hey, please kill the fucking century. Do you like somewhere. the initiative?
2: Yeah, I love oh it. Yeah, That's an awesome it. book. I, I, and, I,
1: and I did not want to
2: buy another book, but way to go, Slot. You damn you. Hey, that, that the best kill
0: the century. <laughs> best, the best. <laughs> Best thing, best thing get it uh, with, for huh? Civil War, Fallout from Civil yes. War, what for me was the order and the initiative. Yeah, I agree. You had a poor I, Fraction, I know. In oh, America, Poor fucking b- Fraction. Poor fucking Actually, you Fraction. Yeah. Mad yeah. Fraction, I will give you $100
1: if you kill yeah, the Section.
2: Matt will kill him in, in an interesting way. <laughs> yeah. Please, yeah, that's <laughs> great enough to do something fun. Yeah, Matt,
0: Matt, Matt will t- do <laughs> it for like a pound of Starbucks coffee. I'll still
1: give him $100 to kill the century.
0: So next know. week we'll be talking about characters that we do like, and I guess that is true because we're going to be talking to all sorts of folks out in Seattle. So um, we're probably going to put uh, two weeks' worth of shows together from our Seattle trip, and then we'll be back here at Dark Tower in uh, like a, a month? month or so. So yeah. uh, whenever it is. Yeah. So, what, three weeks. In the meantime,
3: uh, read Nixon's
0: that.
1: Pals. Yes. Ding. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, you know who I wouldn't want to kill? Any of the characters in Nixon's pals. I true. want to read more stories about them.
0: Yes. Yeah. There more you go. Nixon's Give
3: pals. Give a hundred dollars to Chris Burnham. It is bargain priced at InStockTrades.com. I think it's like eight fifty. Yeah. That's, I'll,
1: I'll, that's fucking insane. I'll bet. How I'll is Cameron okay? Does he have food? Because he's been selling those books so cheaply. Um, (laughs) Is he all all right? You
0: need to go buy two of those Invincible Iron Man omnibuses so Cameron's children can see Cameron lives in a shanty. In a shanty town.
2: I think Cameron does quite well. Cameron lives... He sells those
1: books... But he loses a dollar on every book. <laughs> That'll That's teach the him. thing. The math. It He's obsessed with getting everyone the books they want. Good
0: <laughs> man. Well, I tell you, we will. Like I said, we'll be out in Seattle, and then we'll be back. We'll uh, just check out the the forum. We'll have the schedules and all that. So uh, thanks again for everybody uh, coming back after our hiatus. It's been fun sitting around, having a few beers, and We're gonna and have another four French. months off. Absolutely, we'll yeah. be back in four months. So <laughs> you you're the back trend. in the hot seat, Mullins. Mister uh, Mister Burnham, uh, congratulations on the outstanding. Uh, Nixon's pals coming out. Everyone, check out the well, book you, uh, Mr. Centris always look forward to, to hearing new word balloons. Even the retro new, the retro, the, flashbacks. the flashbacks flashback of so Flashback Friday. You
2: yeah, got Pete Craig Russell coming up, and uh, a lot We're of talk other about opera. People. We're going to talk about a ton of things. I'm really looking forward to it and uh, talking about the Kill Raven days and uh, this Doctor Strange days and his work on Conan and Hellboy. I'm, I'm a big, big Pete Craig Russell fan. I'm Ask really him about clouds. About I will. All right, mm-hmm. you Tom. I've you got some.
0: some uh, I've got some questions about uh, a couple ten ninety nine. So you. check that out. Here.
2: Wow, and of course your never-ending
1: battle with the JLA. Yep. As mentioned, yes. it Monday through, through Friday.
0: Friday. Yeah. When I feel like,
1: I do it most of the time. Yeah. Absolutely. I've missed very few. Oh, you've been great. All right, yeah. so folks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Next time
0: you hear from us, it'll be uh, from reports from Seattle and the Emerald City Comic Con. In the meantime, in
2: between time,
0: we'll be everywhere in, in and around. around. <laughs> Comics. Comics. Nixon's Pals. <laughs> Give <me laughs> right. All right. Uh,
2: our next uh, televised podcast will be in beautiful Seattle, the Queens. No, that's Cincinnati. What is the, what's <laughs> Seattle? The, the Emerald, Emerald City. City, of course, because they're having the Emerald City Con. All the West Coast bastards that wouldn't come to New York will be there. With the Around Comics guys, as they will be
0: bringing podcasting joy to the entire audience. What's Emerald City spelled backwards? Yitzi <laughs> Emerald. Alright, thank you everyone for listening to another episode of Around Comics. It's your source for comic book news, reviews, and opinions. And if you'd like to continue this conversation with a great community of like-minded comic book fans, you can do that at AroundComics.com by visiting our forum there and remember how much we enjoy hearing from listeners of the show you can contact us directly uh, at info at aroundcomics.com you can email me at chris at aroundcomics.com or tom at tom at aroundcomics.com and uh, we're really looking for some listener emails as some conversation starters so uh, if you have any questions or want to know our thoughts on anything go ahead and send those in we would love to hear from you Views expressed in the interviews or by guests of the show are solely those of the individuals expressing them and may not reflect the opinions of Around Comics. Any reproduction, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of Around Comics is strictly prohibited. All content presented in this program is the sole property of Around Comics, and this has been an Around Comics production, copyright 2008.